Episode number 845, Boost Creativity, Community, and Sales. You're listening to the official BNI Podcast with BNI founder and chief visionary officer, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Stay tuned for networking and referral marketing tips from the man who's been called the father of modern networking, along with suggestions and insights into getting the most from your membership in the world's largest networking organization, BNI. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the official BNI podcast. I'm Priscilla Rice, and I'm coming to you from Live Oak Recording Studio in Berkeley, California, and I'm joined on the phone today by the founder and the chief visionary officer of BNI, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Hello, Ivan. How are you, and where are you? Well, I just got back from North Carolina. I was at the BNI Global headquarters, and it's always it's always Good to go there and see all the employees and and uh, some of the leadership team people. I bet it's really fun. So what do you have for us today? Well, today I want to talk a little bit more about uh, co-creation because I believe co-creation can boost creativity, community, and sales for any business. The question, of course, is what is co-creation? And in episode 843, I talked about the three paradigms. So go back and check out uh, episode 843, I talk about competition, cooperation, and co-creation. So o- over the next several weeks, I want to talk a little bit about um, co-creation a little further. I think it's a very powerful tool for businesses. There's really no aspect of your business that can't be improved with the help of co-creation. And in our new book, The, the Third Paradigm, subtitles A Radical Shift to Greater Success, uh, Dr. Heidi Gusto, Dawa Phillips, and I outline the concept of co-creation in business. And co-creation is a, a big step further than mere cooperation. It's about bringing different parties together to actually produce, improve, or customize a product or service based on a mutually desired outcome. So in, in this episode, I want to talk about the five types of co-creation and what each of them brings to the table for like-minded entrepreneurs and business owners that will involve a radical shift to to greater success. Part of what makes co-creation so attractive is that it's always a joint process and a group of people working together on a solution. And the involvement of other stakeholders in that solution really determines the form of co-creation you can or that you want to engage in. And uh, like all frameworks, co-creation comes with its own set of limitations and challenges that you need to be aware of. The drawbacks mentioned most often in our survey, and we did a survey of over 4,000 business people, are personality conflicts and dealing with egos. Does that sound like a couple of issues that we see in BNI from time to time, Priscilla? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, it's not unusual, and and they're not unusual problems, uh, particularly when there are multiple cooks in the kitchen. Um, In the book, we highlight five types or frameworks of co-creation it can be likened to five different paths, which can all lead to the destination you want. Now, which road you choose depends on which path you consider is most suitable for your journey. So some types of co-creation are more popular and more familiar to the average person than others. And many types of co-creation happen in plain sight, but unless you're really trained to perceive co-creation in action, it might look similar to some traditional business model. So here are the five types of co-creation that we talk about in in the book, The Third Paradigm. The first is think tank brainstorming. 
And that's where a group or a company brings together a consortium of people, experts, suppliers, and or partners to develop a new solution, a product or some service. In some instances, this even results in customers handling part of the production, uh, like a flat pack furniture that customers transport and assemble themselves, self-scanning systems in supermarkets self-serve ticket counters at airports. BNI uh, really uh, started this back in the mid-80s with others, uh, with our board of advisors, creating all the policies that members live by today were all created by members. So members created policies uh, in BNI. The second is one that most people are probably pretty familiar with, and that's crowdsourcing. And that's where a large group of people, often volunteers, co-create often for free, a product or a service by using web-based creative tools like Wikipedia, Kickstarter, those kinds of things. And this type of co-creation can lead to an increased quality of creativity, which was also one of the benefits that was mentioned in the survey of 4,000 people that we did, increased quality of creativity. The third is open source, and that's where a group or company invites a large group of internal and external experts to tackle its innovation um, and the challenges related to that or contribute to the data pool, like the Center for Open Science and ResearchGate. Those are good examples. These can lead to what a lot of participants in our survey described as a, a shared sense of ownership and shared resources. And um, I don't want you to underestimate those, those key factors that those are really important in the development of co-creation within a company. And co-creation can happen. It doesn't have to be a big company. It can be a small company. I mean, B&I, we started with this idea of co-creation when I literally just had three, four, five employees at the most. And I'm talking about independent contractors. Uh, I probably had two employee, two part-time employees and three independent contractors. And I started with this concept of, of co-creation. Um, the fourth is mass customization. That's where a group or a company mass produces products that have been individually tailored to a customer's wishes, like a t-shirt printed with your own photo, personalized uh, van shoes or customized luggage. Many participants in our survey um, of the 4,000 entrepreneurs mentioned that the diversity of ideas is a major benefit of co-creation. And the fifth is user-generated content, user generated content. That's where a group or a company uses knowledge and content that's made public by people like something posted online. And there are all kinds of web tools to help you find very quickly information that others have posted online, customer feedback on blogs, forums, YouTube videos, social media platforms. These are all user-generated content. And it's another great example of gaining access to shared resources, which many in our survey listed as one of the advantages of co-creation. Certainly BNI has used user-generated content a great deal with members doing you know, videos about their experience in BNI and talking about how great their BNI chapter is. That's, that's a form of co-creation. So you can, you can group these five types of co-creation into two different buckets to help you wrap your head around it. Uh, and those two buckets are kind of according to what role the group or company plays in the process. And it's about who steers the process. Is it the individual consumer steering the process or is it the company 
steering the process. For example, it was the company steering the process with BNI's board of advisors. I wanted members to create member policies. On the other hand, uh, it's the members who steer the process when it comes to uh, user-generated content, like YouTube videos and whatnot about BNI. So co-creation can happen in those two big buckets, but there are five different ways that it, it can happen. So according to the kind of value that's created, this is um, whether you, your value is a standardized value that all customers can enjoy, co-creating a better product or a service, or a personalized value that's individually tailored to each customer, co-creating co a, a personalized product or, or service. So co-creation following the five types that I just mentioned uh, is about making something better or making something unique. If unique is the value proposition, even average products can find market success because they tap into the value of co-creation. And if it is making something better, even, even average products can still find market success by being improved with the help of customers and consumers. And this is really the power of co-creation. That's why co-creation is continuing to rise in popularity among new and established businesses alike. So the question that if you're listening to this podcast that you should be asking is what type of co-creation would work for you and your company? What would work best? Co-creation can absolutely unlock additional value in your value creation chain and make that value available uh, for you and other people's success. Wouldn't it be really great to optimize the value that you provide because you, you trust and engage with others rather than keeping your value generation tied to an outdated business model like competition or even cooperation, first and second paradigms. And I think it'd be uh, really meaningful to elevate your relationships and engage the talents, the knowledge, and skills of those you care most about and what you do, uh, your customers, your fellow BNI members, as well as consumers and stakeholders of your products or services. So there's no aspect of your business that can't be touched and improved upon the help of co-creation. Every part of every business can benefit from unlocking and harnessing the power of, of this concept to identify the value yet to be discovered um, within their organization and unleashed and scaled. Every business could achieve, I think, greater success by embracing the co-creation process and expanding the trust and investment that um, is generated with customers, consumers, and, and stakeholders alike. So this, this concept, a, a little more um, a little more academic, a little more, slightly more esoteric than some of my other topics, Priscilla, but it's, uh, I think, a really powerful one that is going to be the wave of the future uh, over time. And it's, it's one of the few concepts that really did start within the university system as kind of emerging into the business world. Uh, whereas m most often it's the business world that finds this stuff and then starts, you know, the universities pay attention. It kind of happened in the opposite direction. Mm -hmm. That's my message for today. And I, and I do plan on having a couple of more uh, topics on co-creation. I'll make sure there's a link put into this um, podcast below that uh, will allow you to go to the book, The Third Paradigm, where you can read a whole lot more about the concept. Great. That's it for today. Okay, well, thank you. I think that's really interesting, and I'm sure that the listeners are going to enjoy listening to that. All right, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for the great information. 
This podcast is sponsored by MeisnerAudioprograms.com. These audio programs will provide you with the tools and the inspiration to powerfully enhance your BNI experience. So check out the great material available to you at MeisnerAudioprograms.com and use the promo code IVAN50 for 50% off of everything. All of the proceeds go to the BNI Foundation. Thank you so much for listening. This is Priscilla Rice, and we look forward to having you join us again next week for another exciting episode of the official BNI podcast. <music>